You're tuned into the Tokyo Living Podcast, where we help you live a healthy and enjoyable life in one of the most amazing cities in the world. Greg Levington is the founder of Farm Fresh KK, delivering organic farm produce directly to expats in Japan with full English language service. Tokyo Living is proudly brought to you by Club 360, changing lives through health and fitness. Welcome to the Tokyo Living Podcast, uh, Greg Leviton. Good morning. How are you doing today? Very good. Thank you for having me, Sam. No, most welcome. We appreciate your time today.、Um, so, we've got you on the show to talk a little bit about your、uh, company, Farm Fresh.、Uh, perhaps if you can just start by giving the listeners a bit of a, a background of yourself.、Um, uh, yeah, to, what, what's the Greg Leviton story? Sure, I'll try to keep it as short as possible. I don't know if there is a short version, but.、Um, <laughs> I guess I would say it started out in the United States,、uh, East Coast,、uh, in the Philadelphia area.、Um, actually, if, if you backtrack a little bit, I was actually born in England.、Uh, okay. I, you wouldn't know it from my accent.、Um, actually, my、uh, father worked for an international chemical company,、um, lived in a few overseas locations. I actually finished high school in Singapore. So、uh, I also went to international school back in the day. A、um, bunch of places over the years, Asia, Europe,、uh, a few places in the US, and been in Tokyo now about 11 years,、uh, maybe a little bit more. And、um, yeah, just、uh, trying to get some new ideas going,、uh, aspiring entrepreneur, I suppose you could say, and have the new、uh, farm delivery service on its way. Yeah. Um, the, the accent one's an interesting one. We actually had your, your mother in law on、uh, one of her earlier episodes, and we we're talking about、uh, raising bilingual children, which、um, I believe your children actually are, and,、um, and your wife is as well.、Um, but I laughed at how you know, my,、um, my oldest son,、uh, you know, both me and my wife are Australian, but he's now got an American accent because he watches too much American TV. But now our younger one,、uh, Alex, because he's watching a ton of Peppa Pig. Uh, he's got a very British accent now. So you can never tell、uh, listening to someone's、uh, accent, especially in the international community that we're in now,、uh, where, where someone might come from.、Um, but what is, so、um, we'll, t- we'll get to Farm Fresh, but what are some of the other things that you've done?、Um, you said you've always been entrepreneurial minded.、Um, what are some of the other projects that you've had,、uh, I guess, in your time in Tokyo? Sure, sure. Th- this is my first real chance to get something truly entrepreneurial off the ground.、Mm. Um, Over the years, really,、uh, I've always had a sales and business development background and、um, always been interested in new locations. So,、um, uh, being born in England was not really my choice. That's just where I came out.、Um, you know, Singapore as well, but later in life, I did spend some, some time in other places like France and England again as an adult.、Mm-hmm. Um, in um, Japan,、um, my wife actually had a position that moved us here 11 years ago. And、uh, she grew up here. She's、uh, an alumnus of ASIJ Nishimachi and, and the Japanese elementary school system.、Mm. Um, so, being entrepreneurial,、um, just wanted to look around. I, I ended up landing in the headhunting industry when we got、okay. here and、um, uh, fit well with my background. And、um, that, that's still really my day job today. But, right.、Um, I'd say over the past few years, I've been looking into more entrepreneurial ideas.、Um, you know, naturally, once you get something going, it's rarely your first shot. So,、uh, a few other ideas were in the pipeline. And、um, yeah, finally, the, the Farm Fresh business、uh, was the one that stuck for now. 
Yeah. So tell us about FarmFresh. Uh, how did uh, how did that come up? Come about? Yeah, it's actually um, kind of ties back into going to high school in Singapore. That that comes back into here. Um, uh, at the time, and, and trust me, this was a while ago, so uh, actually towards the end of the Japanese bubble that we all know about, mm. um, Singapore American School, uh, after the American population, uh, Japanese nationality, there was a heavy contingent of Japanese. So really? that's actually where I um, first became interested in Japan and Japanese culture and ended up studying the language a bit in university. Um, some old Japanese friends of mine from Singapore uh, who I've been in touch with here. Um, one uh, was actually shipping vegetables uh, from the Takasaki Gunma area off to the Japanese community of Singapore. And I, I, I guess the story is once COVID hit, uh, they wanted to export to some other markets around Asia. COVID made that difficult. So, um, somebody came up with the idea to approach the expat community of Tokyo. And uh, that's where I came in. I was the gateway to that. Um, probably a little over a year ago, the idea originated and uh, put it together step by step. We've been operational maybe about three months. Right. Wow. So it really is a, <laughs> a new baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, that is where it originated. There were a few other uh, partners involved and, um, Really, I guess you could call me the the chief gaijin officer in a way. Um, so, <laughs> I like that. That's not a position I've heard in most companies. <laughs> As I mentioned, I'm entrepreneurial, always thinking of new things. So maybe I'm the world's first uh, chief gaijin officer. But um, yeah, every, everyone else is Japanese. Um, they, they've all lived overseas, and uh, thank goodness they can speak English because um, my Japanese will only get me so far. But um, yeah, so, so really, I'm the liaison to the foreign community, and uh, it's actually a lot of fun. It's quite enjoyable. Yeah. So uh, tell me about how the, the company works. Um, so you're basically sourcing produce uh, and uh, delivering it to you know, foreign residents in Tokyo? Sure, sure. In a nutshell, that's, that's it on the most basic level. Um, kind of starting simple and once the model really gets working uh, we can expand a bit um, sourcing produce primarily vegetables at the moment um, we, we were working with the city of Takasaki Gunma quite a bit and now we've uh, for now sort of gravitated to to one particular farmer that's um, uh, you can call him our chief farmer I suppose a chief farming officer and making up new titles all the time so um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and there's a community of, of organic farms up there. Um, this is someone who's a bit younger. Uh, I, I think many farmers in Japan are uh, 70 or 80, to be honest, and succession planning becomes a bit of an issue. Right, so. yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's the impression that I think most people would have of Japanese farmers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite true. And living in Tokyo, we hear a lot about um, rural areas. And so this, this farmer we work with, he's a bit younger. Uh, he's getting younger kids involved in the farming. Um, he has a lot of new ideas and, and he's very interested in um, developing his own area. And, and that's actually a secondary mission uh, of our business is, is economic development and, and rural development. And Club 360 is Tokyo's premier health, fitness and rehabilitation center, offering physiotherapy, 
osteopathy, personal training, group fitness classes, boxing, sports massage, pilates and nutrition consultations. With two full-time locations in Moto Azubu and Higashi Azubu, as well as satellite physiotherapy practices in Shibukohan and Yokohama, Club360 boasts a team of high-level practitioners from all over the world, ready to take care of your injury and fitness needs and guide you on a path towards a healthier and happier life. Come visit us at club360.jp or follow us at club360rupongi on Facebook and Instagram. Now back to the show. Um, and how does the actual um, yeah, uh, process work? So is it all um, sort of website-based? Do people um, select certain produce or how do you, how do you work it in that way? How do, how do the logistics work? Sure, sure. It's, uh, to dive into that, uh, it, it is an e-commerce business. Um, there could be a physical site one day. Um, we will be back to being farmers markets again. Uh, in fact, we'll be out at UN University in Aoyama on November 13th. Anyone listening wants to join, we'll have more uh, announcements out as well. Um, and sorry, is that, the, um, and is that something you're going to do as a regular thing uh, weekly? I, we'd like to do it a lot. Uh, for the moment, probably once or twice a month. And mm. uh, as time goes on, it, it, it could eventually be weekly. Uh, we were at Commune in Omote Sando back in March of this year. Uh, then state of emergency type situations, we couldn't get out there as much. Uh, so that's, that's actually a great opportunity just to interact with the public. Mm. And of course, we'll be inviting customers that we have to come meet directly. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an e-commerce site. Um, at the moment, it's fairly basic. Um, that'll expand as time goes on. Um, we have had fruit specials, uh, some very good organic fruits from around, uh, around the country, uh, mikan, kaki, there will be more on the way soon. Uh, we're actually um, tweaking that a bit to offer customers a little bit more selection. Um, I think in the early trial phases, it was really, you know, here's a box of vegetables. I think it works mm. for some people, not as much for others. Uh, so we will be tweaking that and offering choice and selection. Anything mm. you can think of could fit on the platform. Um, I think meat will be in sometime soon, as well as other artisan goods. So mm. it, it will keep developing, but it's, it's really a B2C e-commerce site for the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and so uh, at the moment, are you sort of offering all types of vegetables or is it, um, specific things Are you, um, yeah, obviously it sounds like you're looking at expanding that, but what's, uh, what, what would, if people went to the site now, um, what could they have access to? But we're actually trying to make it a bit more expat friendly. Um, there's uh, a lot, trust me, there's a lot of vegetables out there. Um, I guess the, the main idea yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, fr fruit is more limited, um, mm. vegetables, boy, there's a lot. Uh, the main idea is that it's locally sourced and organic and direct from the farms. Um, and, and so uh, we actually have to uh, start promoting this a little bit more, but um, I think we want to start promoting who exactly is growing this and shipping it. And I, I think customers like to connect. Um, Stay tuned as well next year. I mean, we, we want to have excursions out to the farms um, yeah. uh, and maybe even start promoting the regions. But in, in terms of vegetables, um, it's really anything you can think of. And um, we are at the moment going to try to offer about 20 varieties and then uh, customers can indicate a preference. Uh, 
For instance, the Naganegi from the region that we grow from, it's actually pretty famous out of there. Okay. Um, but then at the same time, um, how much do foreigners use Naganegi? And Japanese use it every yeah. day. I use it quite a bit. Uh, so we have to we have to get everything in tune with customers, but you know, potatoes, tomatoes, um, colored peppers, colored carrots. Um, Carrots were not always orange. Uh, I, was gonna, I was just about to say, what other colors do carrots come in? Uh, th there's a lot. I, I think really? originally they were purple. Um, and, and, and I, I, this is great. I get to study uh, the, the history and origins of a lot of these uh, vegetables that we see every day at the market. Uh, I think there were purple carrots in Egypt. We're, we're talking way, way back, like thousands of years maybe. Wow. Um, they're orange. Uh, this is an interesting story I learned. Um, the Dutch uh, crossbred two types of carrots to make orange carrots. And uh, that's why we have orange carrots all over the place. Uh, the, wow. the, the Dutch did that. So really, there's a, there's a lot of varieties. Orange is newer. The other colors are not new. They're actually older. Interesting. That is absolutely fascinating. There's a lot about carrots. Any other color, um, uh, odd colored vegetables that uh, my, the people wouldn't think of? I'm going off on a bit of a, a tangent here, but uh, uh, I find that very fascinating. It, it actually is. And that's what's great about this is um, sort of getting connected with the earth and, and moving beyond the supermarket to see where, uh, yeah. where it all comes from. Uh, peppers, uh, we'll see green and red or, or sometimes yellow or orange at the market. Mm. Um, there's a lot, there's many more colors. Um, wow. We have shipped out white peppers, purple peppers, uh, some that were, that were sort of a rainbow color. Uh, it's, um, there's really a lot more than, than what uh, my basket and national are providing. Yeah, sure, sure. Oh, it's fascinating. Um, and I guess when you're setting up the business and uh, and then throughout that whole process, what have been some of the biggest challenges? Has it um, been to the actual delivery aspect or the communication with the, the farmers? What's um, What are some of the, the, yeah, the challenges that you've faced? Sort of bringing it all together. Um, in fact, um, all of us involved with this uh, have day jobs. And um, mm. yeah, since it's an e-commerce business where we're delivering at the moment every two weeks, soon to be every week, um, it's not really a full-time job for anybody at this point. So coordinating everything, um, different people involved have different expertise as well. Uh, one lady that, that's on the team uh, is very good with the logistics side. Um, and has some experience with that. Uh, in my case, it's uh, you know, as, as really the community liaison to the foreign community of Tokyo, um, getting the message out in the English language, of course, um, uh, that, that has been a work in process. Uh, we also have um, some other partners that are really from the film industry. So uh, very good on okay. the creative side. Uh, one of my partners created our logo which has the, the smiling sun, um, which, which we ended up deciding on. So uh, I would say bringing it all together has been the biggest challenge. And um, at this point, now that we're operational, it's really just figuring out what works. Um, this service, I, I, it's quite common in different areas of the world, including Japan, there are Japanese services. Um, 
yeah, there's not really one model that works. Um, mm. yeah, I guess if you think of restaurants, uh, you know, you have good ones, you have bad ones, you have something down the street, you have something near Tokyo Station, for example. So it's really whatever you want to make of it. And I think we're trying to figure out the best way uh, to grow this and bring it to the community. That's, that's probably the biggest challenge at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Customer connection. Are you sore, tired, stressed, or just in the need of a good massage? Club 360 boasts six highly trained and experienced massage therapists, with sessions available at both of our locations. Until the end of December, new clients can enjoy 30% off their first massage. Contact info at club360.jp for more details. And, uh, and where do you see the, the business going? I mean, you've talked about trying to you know, increase the range of uh, products that you offer. Um, also about trying to develop the, um, uh, the agricultural side of things and, and trying to develop, you know, I guess, um, uh, uh, bring awareness to that farming industry. Is that, um, you know, maybe talk a little bit about that. Sure, sure. I, I guess it's somewhat limitless. And in fact, uh, mm. a lot of us are, are very creative with our ideas. So we sometimes have to put a leash on everything and, and just bring it back to reality uh, and, and make it actually work rather than what's the latest idea. But th there are a lot. Um, one idea we're starting to develop is out near the primary farming site, uh, which ties into another idea where I, I think there's going to be multiple sites over time and you know different regions have different specialties. Um, we'd like to get into camping. Uh, there are areas uh, near the farms that are available. Um, we can set up camping. Um, that ties in a bit with tourism promotion and if we start to work with some of the cities, municipalities, or prefectures on a local basis, I think uh, more promotion of the areas. Um, I, I think there, there's other offshoots of this as well that tie into you know, recipes and cooking. Um, we would like to have cooking classes. We would like to uh, provide more recipes. For now, we've provided some recipes directly to customers, but um, there's a lot of worlds you can step into uh, so cooking and recipes is one area, uh, camping and tourism, um, you know, getting out there with farmers markets, it could be that there's a physical location one day. Uh, so I think those are some of the areas and, um, you know, even having some partners in the film industry, there, there could be a farm fresh TV type of channel where, mm, mm. um, you know, we might present the cooking classes. Uh, we might uh, have tours of the farm where uh, we're out there talking with the farmers and that appears on the TV channel. There's really a lot of directions this can go. Um, but I think we want to have it all come back to um, you know, organic farming, healthy eating, healthy lifestyles, uh, outdoor activities. Uh, so I think the theme will remain constant and then there's a lot you can do within that. Yeah. Oh, it sounds fantastic. Yeah. Like you said, it's as limited, limitless with what you can do with that theme and that sort of concept and philosophy. Mm. And um, so if people were interested in, uh, I guess, learning a little bit more about uh, the company and about what you do, but also um, uh, getting started ordering products, um, how do they find you? I, I, the simplest way is uh, farmfresh.jp. That is the website. Yep. 
and um, so that that's where everything takes place. Uh, we do have a bit of a social media following at the mm -hmm. moment, uh, Instagram and Facebook primarily. There is a LinkedIn page as well. Uh, so we are able to take orders through there, but um, it's actually been a lot of fun to interact with the public on this. And, and of course, that's my responsibility in all of this. And um, that, that's what's fun about this as well, is it's, it's a chance to connect with the community. Um, there's been a bit of outreach into to certain different communities, such as various international schools and getting the mm -hmm. word out and uh, still somewhat in a... Um, an early testing phase, but I think there would be more advertising later. For now, farmfresh.jp, um, we are going to be switching our model a bit to, uh, I think we'll primarily have subscriptions for vegetables. Uh, I think that just makes it easier for people. You don't have to think mm -hmm. about it every week. Um, and, um, you know, we've, we've got a pretty big mailing list at this point, so so that all goes out. But Website and social media for the moment. Uh, come out and see us at farmers markets soon. Yeah, sounds good. And um, just your uh, social media handles—is it just Farm Fresh on Instagram That's, and uh, Facebook? Let me check this. <laughs> I should. Otherwise, know, I'll... are easy to remember. I believe on Facebook it is just Farm Fresh Japan, and Instagram would be. Let's get this going here. <laughs> farm fresh underscore japan okay fantastic so everyone um go and check out farmfresh.jp and uh and uh check them out on socials um anything else you'd like to uh to say to the listeners um before we finish up greg sure sure no this this has been a lot of fun and uh look for us uh, i think we're trying to get out there and interact a bit more um you know i, I think uh, getting to the source of everything is a lot of fun and uh you know having a healthy lifestyle is certainly beneficial for everyone i think we just look forward to to contributing to that um looking forward to meeting more customers and uh this has been a lot of fun we we hope to grow this uh a lot very soon awesome well congratulations on what you've done with the company so far and uh yeah all the best for uh your future projects um yeah, CGO, uh, Chief Guiding Officer. I'm not sure if you can put that on a May sheet, but uh, Greg, uh, thanks very much for your time today. And um, yeah, we'll look forward to chatting again soon. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you for listening to the Tokyo Living Podcast. If you enjoy the content, we'd love for you to rate, review and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you'd like to enjoy your podcast. We look forward to seeing you again on the next episode. Have a healthy and active week.